What is up, Dolphins, and welcome to the Finn Sports Football Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony John Deletti. If this is your first time here on the podcast, welcome. So glad to have you here. If it's not your first time, welcome back. Always appreciate you guys tuning in every single episode. And today, guys, I am super, super excited because today marks the first episode of the Finn Sports Football Podcast covering the 2021 Dolphins season. Okay, we are starting today covering week one against the Patriots. We're going to go over the depth chart today, the initial depth chart that was released by the Dolphins. And I'm going to kind of explain to you guys why at first I kind of overreacted to it because there's some names on there I was confused about. But I'm also going to reference last year's depth chart going into week one. And we're going to talk about why if you're a Dolphin fan, you should be optimistic about what this initial depth chart is slash why you shouldn't read that much into it. Okay, so let's get into it. So, so excited. So I guess to start off, I need to to go to the Dolphins week one depth chart. Okay, so the Dolphins came out yesterday and released their depth chart for week one. And Brian Flores is such a troll. Like if you don't know that Brian Flores is a troll, like I love it because he like if you take these week one depth charts seriously, you shouldn't, especially with someone like Flo, because there is no, um, and this was a great point brought up by Reason, actually. I saw it on his Twitter, and it made me think, like, with Ryan Flores offensively and defensively, there's no such thing really as, like, starters. Aside from the offensive and defensive line, and maybe, like, X and Byron Jones, people rotate in and out of the Dolphins lineup all the time okay so let's let's break down this week one depth chart that they came out with okay so for starters two is the quarterback we know this okay running back miles gaskin is the starter behind him brown and ahmed savan ahmed at wide receiver and this is where a lot of people including myself initially were like what the hell your wide receivers are jakeem grant Devontae Parker and Jalen Waddell. Parker's backup is Preston Williams. Albert Wilson is Jalen Waddell's backup. Mac Hollins is Jakeem Grant's backup. Now, the reason why this got so much uh, feedback, uh, I guess is the proper way to say it, is the Jakeem Grant, okay? Now, at first when I saw this, I was thinking to myself, why in the hell is Jakeem Grant starting over Albert Wilson, Mac Collins, or Preston Williams. Okay, now number one, obviously Wolf Fuller's not on here. He's suspended week one, okay? Preston Williams is probably not 100% healthy, okay? And I said this going into the season, if you go back and listen to it, I, I, I don't know if I want Preston starting week one against the Patriots, right? Because again, let's reference our initial depth chart for 2020, our starting wide receivers were Parker, Williams, and then we didn't even have a slot wide receiver on here, but I'm pretty sure the slot wide receiver was either Isaiah Ford or Jakeem Grant, okay? And the reason why I like, actually, the more I look at it, that Jakeem Grant is a starting wide receiver, two things, actually. Number one, let's get the guys out there who have the most chemistry with Tua. I believe Albert Wilson and Jakeem Grant 
have the most chemistry with Tua aside from Jalen Waddle because of how much they practiced with him in the offseason. Okay, and if you're going to put a guy out there, whether it be Jakeem Grant or Albert Wilson, who are you going to put out there? The guy that is, quote unquote, not healthy, right? Who you have a lot of hope for because he was shredding it in uh, training camp. Who are you going to put out there? Him or Jakeem Grant? You're going to probably put out the guy that's healthier, that is faster, and that has more chemistry with Tua, has been working with him much more. Now, I have one complaint about Jakeem Grant as a wide receiver, and I've said this many, many times. The only problem I have, which is a big problem, it's not to undermine it, is his catching. Jakeem Grant, though, is able, he had the most separation on our roster last year. Like, if he could catch the ball, he would be a starter on this team, without a doubt. I have no doubt in my mind. His problem is reliability catching the football. But go watch his film. Like, I'm not making this up. Go watch Jakeem Grant's film. The dude has tons of separation. It's just a lot of the times when plays are scripted for him, he drops them, right? The deep pass in Cincinnati game, the crossing route. It was just a a little drag route against the Raiders. He caught it, but he fumbled it. He, He like bobbled it a little. And instead of it being a 40-yard gain, it ends up being like a three-yard gain because he had to slow down and and kind of focus on catching the ball rather than running. So I understand why they put Jakeem Grain out there because, guys, when we put Preston Williams and Devontae Parker out there last year, do, do I need to remind you guys of the outcome of the game? Fits through three interceptions, and because our wide receivers couldn't get any separation, which they couldn't. I mean, my goodness, if you go back and watch that game, they were blanketed every snap because neither of them are burners, Preston or Devontae Parker. So I actually, the more I look at this, I love what they did at wide receiver because they they say, there's there's a quote out there, insanity, I think it's Albert Einstein said, insanity is literally expecting the same outcome or different outcome with the same process. I'm butchering that. But basically what it's saying is if you expect to go out there with Devontae Parker and Preston Williams like you did last year and you expect a different outcome, you're insane. So what the Dolphins are saying is, hey, let's not go out there and try to put Preston Williams and Parker. Let's try to get fast guys. Let's get Jakeem Grant, who has great chemistry with Tua. Let's get Jalen Waddle speed. And then, yeah, let's have Parker, who's our 50-50 ball guy, right? My question is more so how come Albert Wilson isn't starting instead of Jakeem Grant? But like Reason said, it's not so much about who's starting, it's how many snaps they get. And I still feel like Albert Wilson's going to get a lot of snaps in this game. Um, But again, when you have someone like Jakeem, The whole point of this game, and we're going to talk about it more in depth on Friday when I go over it, this game is going to be all about running the football. So if that's the case, what did Brian Flores say after the draft? The reason we got Jalen Waddle is because when you have speed on your team, the defense can no longer stack the box against you. If you put Preston Williams in there with Jalen Waddle, yeah, Jalen Waddle is fast. Okay, we'll just double team him and stack the box. But when you put Waddle and Grant there and Parker, who's a 50-50 ball guy, who you shouldn't really single him, you can't stack the box. 
And I I'm going to say this on Friday again and sound, you know, like a broken record. This game is going to be won in the trenches. Whoever is able to make less mistakes, win the, the um, field position battle, and run more consistently, that's who's going to win this game. If you go back to all the, the games against the Patriots in the last two years since Flo has been here, we have consistently won or lost when we win or lose the, 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 the battle at the line of scrimmage. That's not the case for every game. Typically, yeah, for most games, if you're able to win at the line of scrimmage, you're going to win the game. But against the Patriots, we didn't win last year with Tua because we were dicing them up and we were thrown all over the yard. And they didn't beat us week one when they were throwing the ball all over the field. They, they didn't because we are basically the same as the Patriots. You're not going to throw on us. So if you don't run, you're going to have a hard time. So if the Dolphins are going to need to run to win this game, which they are, you can think what you want. Two is not going to go out there and throw 50 times. Okay, he's not just not going to happen unless it's a blowout, which it won't be. He's not going to go out there and throw 50 times. So let's get guys like Waddle and Grant who can who can make them respect the speed and deep threat that we have. Because if you put Preston Williams out there, what what's what's scaring you as a defense? Nothing. Yeah, Jalen Waddle is, but okay, let's just have one of the safeties double him and just spy him the whole game. Other than that, press them, stack the line of scrimmage. They're not going to be able to run the football. So what we said, and I love this, the more and more I think about it, even now convincing myself, regardless of if it's Jakeen Grant and Albert Wilson, you're missing the point. The point is we have speed. We put fast guys out there. And I wouldn't be so surprised if you see a lot of Savan Ahmed in the passing game. Okay. Other than that, I don't think there's really any surprises. Austin Jackson is on the COVID list uh, and Adam Shaheen. Uh, we don't know Austin Jackson's status uh, because he is vaccinated. Adam Shaheen is not. So we're not sure what his status is. I highly doubt they either, either of them play. Technically, Greg Little is the left tackle. Uh, behind Austin Jackson. Now, I'm not saying this is 100%. I can't, again, don't quote me on this. I was told Liam Eikenberg is going to be left tackle because they do not want to move Jesse Davis. They they believe he is the best, the best offensive lineman we have, which I do not agree with. They're going to try Liam Eikenberg, or at least I shouldn't say they are going to do it. They are trying him this week at left tackle, I was told. I was told when they practiced yesterday, yesterday was Monday, when they practiced yesterday, Liam Eikenberg was the left tackle, um, which is interesting again, because he's not even listed at left tackle. So that's why when I say don't, don't look at this depth chart and take it like, take it with a grain of salt. Okay. This is it. Remember last year, Durham Smythe was tight end number one. Okay. Let's look back at last year's tight end running back. Jordan Howard was your starter. Okay, Jordan Howard was your starter that game. Who came out? I remember Miles Gaskin played a lot more. And he right now on, on last year's depth chart was running back number three. And y'all remember just as much as I do when he would come out and we were like, why is Miles Gaskin starting? And then we found out why. But he was listed as running back number three. Okay. Tight end. Durham Smythe was listed as tight end number one. He wasn't. Why? Because they're running the football more. Mike Kosicki 
is tight end number one, then Adam Shaheen, Durham, Smythe, Seathan Carter, Hunter Long. I don't care about any of those because guess what? With Adam Shaheen out, if you're going to run the football, I expect to see a lot of Hunter Long. I do. Offensive line, nothing shocking there to me. Really, not, nothing on the offensive line is shocking at all. Um, but yeah, again, as far as the wide receivers, which is really the biggest shock of the whole entire team, understand, number one, take it with a grain of salt. Just because someone's a backup on this team, that, that means they are going to play. It does. There's no such thing on a Brian Flores team or a Bill Belichick team as a, a guy who never plays. You'll see Albert Wilson out there. You will. You'll see Hunter Long, Savan Ahmed, Malcolm Brown out there in situational drills and stuff. Obviously, yeah, they're they're not going to put, um, you know, I'm trying to think. They're not going to put, you know, uh, who, who, who can I, like Malcolm Brown's not going to be there on a passing down. But yeah, at the goal line, he'll probably be the starter. But he's not running back one, but he'll he'll start. Savan Ahmed again. I expect them to use Savan Ahmed a lot on Sunday in the passing game. Just I'm just letting y'all know. I expect to see him a lot. Um, and I really think again, I was I, I learned something really interesting. And I, I'm I'm trying to I think Omar Kelly said this on the Big O show um, yesterday. Your job as a as a coach is to deceive. Okay? Your job isn't to go out there as a head coach and tell the truth all the time. You're trying to win this game. So, yeah, like this initial depth chart has certain people as starters. That means nothing. And that's what's so funny is so many people think like when a depth chart comes out, you have to follow that. You actually don't. <laughs> that's the funny thing. Like they could put Miles Gaskin is running back one, and the first snap out there, they could put Savan Ahmed out there. It, it, it means nothing. It's just, hey, these are our starting guys, whatever. Same thing again, Durham Smythe last year, tight end number one. Was he tight end number one? No, not at all. Mike Kosicki was. But they put him as tight end number one because they were going to use him. And yeah, let's put him as tight end number one over Mike Kosicki. So, you know, just take that with a grain of salt and understand getting to my last point with this, they have speed, regardless of what you want to say about Jakeem Grant. The dude is fast. The dude can create separation. So, like, yeah, he might have issues dropping the football, which are serious, but at least when he's out there, you fear the deep threat. When Preston's out there, you don't fear any deep threat. They're just going to press us like they did last year. So, Again, if you look at the game against the Patriots when we played them week 15, notice the wide receivers that were out there. We had possession guys and we had fast guys. Lynn Bowden, who could make guys miss. We had Jakeen Grant out there. And we were able to run the football way more effectively. Okay? So, while I am a little confused at Jakeen Grant playing over Albert Wilson, I'm not going to read it into it too much. And also, again, if you're trying to put two in the best chance to succeed... He's worked with Jakeem Grant more than Albert Wilson. Albert Wilson hasn't played since the first week of training camp. Two has gotten many more snaps with Jakeem. So maybe they feel like, hey, let's put Jakeem out there. He has more chemistry. We'll still use Albert if we need to. It doesn't matter if he's listed as slot wide receiver number two. Who gives a crap? He he can play as much as you want him to. Okay. Um, I think that's really it as far as offense. There's nothing really shocking here. Um... 
again, there's nothing like I read it and I was like, oh my God, what? It was really just Jakeem Grant starting over Albert Wilson, but I think it's overblown. Like if they want to use Albert, they will. And Jakeem Grant at least, you know, lets the defense respect your deep speed. It does. Regardless of if he catches the ball or not, he can still run. Um, as far as defense, um, trying to see if there's anything like shocking here. Again, they play 3-4, so you're going to see a nose tackle with a left end and a right end. Raekwon Davis, Emmanuel Ogba, and Christian Wilkins. I'm not shocked there. That That's who I had on my initial 53. Um, Adam Butler, John Jenkins, and Zach Sealer, respectively, are the backups. No shocker there. Again, same as last year. Now, uh, we're seeing, if you look at the linebackers, um, we have Jerome Baker, Alandon Roberts, Andrew Van Ginkle. Okay. Alandon Roberts, as I said, if you remember when I talked about the, uh, what's his name? Um, Benardrick McKinney, when we cut him, they expect Alandon Roberts to fill that role. They feel very confident in him. So it'll be Baker, Roberts, and Van Ginkle getting the start. I don't think anyone's shocked there. I mean, the, the thing I'm more so shocked about is Jalen Phillips as third team edge. Okay, he's technically third team again. And I'll say this again. Do I expect Jalen Phillips to not play in this game? No, I expect him to play. I think this is 100% Brian Flores just effing with you guys and us me too he's just putting people out there like look at this he has justin coleman as first string uh slot corner which i understand over nick needham technically and then he has elijah campbell as second string over jamal perry who's been here all camp okay this guy i'm telling you he's just messing with you guys okay do do i expect justin coleman to start probably but would I be shocked if Nick Needham started? Nope, wouldn't at all. Jason McCourty starting at safety. Some people were shocked with this. They were like, why isn't Javon Holland starting? You know, what the hell's going on there? Look, Javon Holland is injured, I'm told right now. Um, and when I say I'm told, I'm told meaning, I, I shouldn't have even said I'm told. We all know J Javon Holland's injured. He wasn't practicing yesterday. But even, I, I said this a while ago. If Javon Holland was healthy, I would much rather have Jason McCourty start the season. I would. I I trust Javon Holland's going to be fine in this league. I do. I've heard insanely good things about him in camp. And you've read him too. He's been a ball hawk in camp. I, it's okay if Jason McCourty starts the season or the first couple of games at safety. Let's not forget, he's a starting uh, caliber safety. Okay, he was a safe. He is a safety. He's not like this Bobby McCain. No disrespect to Bobby, but like Bobby was an amazing slot corner, and they put him at safety uh, prematurely. I thought I don't think he should have been a, a safety, but Jason McCourty is a safety, and he has way more. I, I mean, if you're talking about who do you want as safety against the New England Patriots, uh, the safety that played them every practice last year and for the last how many years he's been on the team literally i want you to look at this eric Ru your starting safeties are patriots <laughs> your starting safeties are patriot players your starting run stuffing linebacker is a patriot 
there's a lot of guys on this team that are former Patriots. And again, yeah, I would, I, I, I'm fine with Jason McCourty starting a safety. And I said back, I don't know when, a couple of weeks ago when I was saying, who do I expect to start on this team? Like, I, I want Jason McCourty to start. I don't want Javon Holland who, yes, I think he has an insanely high ceiling and he's going to be a stud for us. He's a, he's a rookie. Okay, and I don't want our uh, our safety position, which you guys know how important I think it is. I think safety, aside from, I don't even know, like I think safety is one of the most important positions on the defense. Uh, you are the quarterback of the defense if you're a safety. I don't want a rookie starting there when our first four games are the Patriots, the Bills, the Raiders, which even though they're not going to be that good, they still can be dangerous. We saw that last year. And the Colts. I don't want necessarily the first one or two games a rookie starting at one of the most important positions on the defense. Put Jason back there. He's a leader. People love and respect him. He knows this defense better than anyone on the team. Um, and he knows the Patriots, aside from Brian Flores, better than anyone on this team. So put him back there as your leader of the defense. I'm fine with that. I love it, actually. The the defense, I love how it's constructed. If you just go across the board starters, Agba Davis-Wilkins on the line, Baker Roberts Ginkle as linebackers, your, your slot corner, Justin Coleman, mixed with Jones and Howard, good luck passing on us. I would have put Nick Needham over Coleman, but again, that might be Fugazi right there. That might just be fake. Um, but I still like Justin Coleman a lot too. And then your starting safeties, you have the best covering safety in the NFL, Eric Rowe, and then Jason McCourty, who, I mean, knows this defense better than anyone on the team and knows the Patriots better than anyone on the team, player-wise. I love it. I absolutely love it. You can get caught up on like, some people get so caught up on rookies, like starting right away. Again, Jalen Phillips, Javon Holland, uh, Jalen Waddle is starting and he's the only rookie I believe that's starting. But like some of y'all care too much about rookies starting right away. Like it's not that big of a deal if Jalen Phillips isn't starting right away. I thought he would have, but with the injury and also, you know, he's playing behind someone like Van Ginkle who he's played really well, right? Like it's okay. It's okay if you don't have a ton of rookies out there against the Patriots week one. It's fine. It's not, it's not the biggest deal in the world. Give me experienced guys like McCourty or Ginkle. Give me those experienced guys. And as the season progresses, like you're going to see J- Jalen Phillips out there, guys. You're going to see Javon Holland eventually start. And he might. Again, you know how many times the Dolphins use three safeties? A lot. So you're going to see Javon Holland. You're going to see Brandon Jones out there. Um, and I think like we just don't get too caught up on who's starting on this team. It's really not that big of a deal. Um, and also, you know, you shouldn't get caught up because I think that the, I think that the team in general, specifically the defense, perfectly like perfect. I, there's not one complaint I have on who's starting uh, versus who's not on the defense. Offensively, again, I told you, Jakeem Grant's my only worry because I don't know why he's starting over Wilson, but Wilson hasn't practiced in like a month, okay? Jakeem has gotten way more snaps with Tua. 
And Jakeem Grant offers you something that Albert Wilson also does, which is speed. And so let's just get fast guys out there. Even if they don't catch the ball, just run some go routes. Let them run some go routes and, you know, just get the defense to respect the speed on your team. Because if you do, that's going to open up so much more in the run game, which, like I said, is going to be the key to winning this game for either side, offensively. Stopping the run and running the football. Um, I think this is, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that more so on Friday. I'm going to break it down for sure. But, you know, just reacting to the initial depth chart, I think just for SNGs, do you guys like let's go over the starters from last year and compare them so quarterback ryan fitzpatrick now it's tua um let's go offensive line jackson flowers karis kinley davis this year it's jackson kinley Dieter, hunt davis so the only two people and and jackson won't start this game the only two people that are the same on this line starting are Solomon Kinley and Jesse Davis. I never thought I would have said that, but they were the starters last year, not even Robert Hunt. The only two starters on this game that you'll have the same as last season are Solomon Kinley, who's at a new position, and Jesse Davis still at right tackle. Okay, Your tight end, your starter was Durham Smythe. Mike Sickey was the backup this year. Durham Smythe is third string. Okay. Um, running back. The only running back listed on your 2020 initial depth chart that's still on the team is Miles Gaskin. Patrick Laird is practice squad. Jordan Howard and Matt Breed are on. They're not. They're not even on the team. Okay. Miles Gaskin's the only player on this team, running back wise, that started in 2020. Chandler Cox not even on the team. They don't even have a fullback position listed. And then wide receivers, Preston and Devontae were your starters. Your backups were Jakeem Grant and Isaiah Ford. Okay, this year, Parker, Waddle, Grant, Wilson, Hollins, and Williams. Like, just think about, I want you to think about that. Preston Williams last year was your starter. He's not even a starter this year. Your running backs, three of them aren't even on the team anymore. Durham Smythe is a third string tight end now. Okay, like stuff has changed on this team for sure. Let's go defensively. Um, your nose tackle was Devon Godshaw. He got injured. It's Raquan Davis now. Agba and Wilkins are the same. Linebackers, Shaq Lawson was your starter. Like Shaq Lawson was your starter. Okay, now it's Van Ginkle, Roberts, and Baker. Van Noy was on this team. He's not on anymore. I expect, you know, it's weird because on the initial depth chart, there's only three linebackers listed and three like defensive end, nose tackle, defensive end, three linebackers. You know, one of those guys is going to play. If they play three, four, one of those guys, whether it's Scarlett, Riley, Egwavon, Phillips, one of those guys is going to start. Let's go cornerbacks. Byron and X. You didn't have a slot cornerback listed. This year you do. Last year it was Nick Needham. Um, That's the same. And then Eric Rowe and Bobby McCain at safety. You guys don't understand. I'm letting you know this. You don't understand how important 
that safety upgrade that we made is going to, you don't understand how important it's going to be. I went back and rewatched every game last year on Game Pass. The safety position was so bad when we played elite quarterbacks. Like, it was atrocious. How many big plays we gave up because our safeties didn't know how to defend a crossing route or they bit on a deep route against the Chiefs, okay? If you can get solid safety play right there with Jason McCourty and eventually Javon Holland, I mean, you're going to have a serious secondary, like serious. I mean, it's going to be hard for teams to to find a way to pass on you, okay? And then uh, special teams, We let's just talk about that real quick. Jason Sanders is still your kicker. Matt Hawk was your punter last year, um, which obviously this year it's Michael Pilardi. Um He's also your holder, which, I mean, that's what the punter does. Long snapper is still Blake Ferguson. And then kickoff return, you had Jakeen Grant still on kick return and punt return. But, yo, that's that like this is what's so crazy. With Jalen Waddle being your backup kick returner, like could you imagine they just put Jakeen Grant and Jalen Waddle back there on kick returns? I know traditionally nowadays like 75 – I actually looked this up a while ago. 75% of kickoffs are touchbacks now. So the 25% chance you get to run it out, if they put Jakeen Grant and Jalen Waddle back there, it's like, okay, what side do you kick to? They could have some trick plays on special teams if they wanted. I mean, it seriously opens up the door for so many things. Uh, so, yeah, definitely definitely uh, after con- like looking at the depth chart for a little, I- I- I'm not really reading too much into Jakeem Grant starting. In fact, I like it, and you should too if you're a Dolphin fan. Because, again, if you if you do the same thing and expect a different outcome, you're insane. So... Why would the Dolphins do what they did last year? Let's not have our receivers be Preston Williams and Devontae Parker. Let's keep Parker out there because obviously he gives you great value as a deep 50-50 ball threat and a possession receiver. But let's get guys out there that are fast that they can't just press the whole entire time. Because you can't. You you, you can't just stack the line of scrimmage when Jalen Waddell and Jakeem Grant are out there. And guess what? Do I expect to see some Albert Wilson, Jakeem Grant, and Jalen Waddle out there? Oh, yeah, I do. I expect to see, like, I I would not be shocked at all if you saw some, hey, let's, let's line up Tua in an empty set with the line. Okay, so that's six guys. And let's get Mike Kosicki on the line. Let's get from left to right, Parker, Waddle, Wilson, Grant. Have fun. <laughs> Seriously, have fun. So, yeah, I expect to see a lot of different stuff from this offense that that you didn't see in preseason and you wouldn't know just from looking at the initial depth chart. You're going to see some stuff. Don't read too much into depth charts. Don't. Like, especially with flow. Do not. Because that dude does not care. He is 100% a troll. He will just put out the most random-ass depth chart and you're like, okay, well... Clearly, you're trolling on this because, again, last year, Jordan Howard was the starting running back. Miles Gaskin took the first snap. Durham Smythe was tight end number one. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, 
I don't think they even care. I think Brian Flores, knowing how he can be, I'm pretty sure he just puts out depth chart because he has to. He doesn't actually want. I don't think. I don't think any coach likes putting out depth charts. At least good coaches, because they're like, we're going to use all these guys. So, who does it matter who's starting? Anyway, that's all I have for you guys today. Hope you enjoyed today's episode of the podcast. Um, I'll be talking to you guys again on Friday to go over a breakdown of ways we can win against the Patriots, what I expect from the game, and who I expect to win. Um, So I will see you guys then on Friday. Until then, stay safe. Fins up. Miami has the Dolphins, the greatest football team. We take the ball from goal to goal like no one's ever seen. We're in the air, we're on the ground, we're always in control. And when you say Miami, you're talking Super Bowl because we're the